The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Where we have a dream to create a community full of happy, healthy, and knowledgeable people who create global positive change through sharing their journey. Tune in, saddle up, and listen in. Be inspired. Hey friends, how are you? It's Jamie here, the Pure Jamie Milne Podcast and JMT TV. I hope you're going well. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Now today I wanted to talk to you briefly. It's all it's the uh, it's the organic second part to our values podcast that I shared the other day. And this one's super, super exciting. It's about the structure, it's about leadership, it's about leading business, leading in your workplace, leading in your family, leading in your sports team and leading in your life. It's about understanding how values, or remember again, if we take the word value out and we replace that with what's most important or your highest priority. So learning how values interlace and integrate with the structure of our lives and how we lead in our lives, be it business, work, families, or sports teams. So if you've established what's most important in your life or what's your highest value, it's important to do your best to be congruent or to live in congruence with your highest values. And that means being in alignment, being in harmony. We talked about it in the first part of the series about living a life by design, not by duty. A life by choice and not by chance. A life where you're getting up and you're living your highest values. You're living what's most important and what's most authentic and unique to you. Because if you can... If you're in business, right, and you can communicate your your business mission, your your vision, your view uh, to others, and somehow, some way, that integrates, supports, enhances, and fulfills their highest values, whatever they may be, you are going to get them what they need, and you're going to get them what they want. One of the definitions of success is if you can get others what they need and what they want, you in turn will get what you need and what you want. So what is it that you your clients want? What is it that your staff, your team want or need? What is it that your children or your family want or need? What is most important to them? Because if you get them what they want, you will get what you want. And an example being, if a client comes to me and they have problems, if I can um, reiterate those problems to them, if I can repeat those problems to them, and I have those solutions, I'm going to get them what they want, and I'm going to get them what they need. And in return, I will get what I want and what I need. So if you can communicate around that, and you actually take a bit of time to understand what's most important to them, what what is the highest priority priority to them? Be it again, be it your family members, staff members, clients. You won't. If things will be way more efficient. Things will be a lot more streamlined. You won't have to coerce people. There'll be no manipulation. Um, 
that'd be super efficient because at a, at a values level, when we're doing the things that are most important to us, when we're doing those things that really, really inspire us, individuals will be driven intrinsically. And intrinsically meaning we are driven from within. We don't need to be pushed. We don't need to be punished. We are enthusiastic, reliable, adaptable. They will do the work for you. So, but whenever we, whenever in terms of a management or a leadership role, if we have to push people, if, if individuals are hesitating all the time, they're procrastinating, they're resisting, they're getting frustrated, generally that's an indication and a clue that it's, it's not in alignment with them. It's not in alignment with what's important to them and Essentially, if you find yourself in that situation, it's because people are pushing their values on you. They're pushing what's most important to you. And you might find this in your life when you, we've all got those friends that are working in a job they fucking hate, they don't want to be there, they hesitate, they don't want to drive to work, they've got no enthusiasm from it, for it, and they need a lot of external motivation. So that's generally a bit of a cue. And if we find ourselves in an autocratic situation, an autocratic meaning where we've got a bark, we take we we're pushing at a at a um a management role, a leadership role, if we're having to force our family to do things. I always think of this as like the military or at a political level or the government. And having been in the military for quite a number of years, that's how it would work. There'd be this hierarchy structure, this autocratic system where there was the big boss. And when he fucking barked and said jump, it was one of those, you know, how high, how high are we jumping? Yet at a deep... Uh, priority level, it wasn't important to me. So when we get into this autocratic situation as a leader, we're having to push, we're having to penalize, and we'll obviously get a shitload of restriction and resistance. I honestly think one of the keys of leadership and what and one of the keys for a really really winning formula a winning structure is to take the time so find out what intrinsically inspires your people whether again whether it's family staff or clients like take the time to find out what's most important to them find out what's their needs what's their wants what intrinsically inspires them so you don't have to force them because what when I think about it at a at a business level, the insights that I have now is that people don't work for companies and they don't work for organizations because they love the company. They can't, you know, they're not in a big rush to come to work because they fucking froth over your organization, over your company. Human beings, <clears throat> excuse me, human beings work for your company and work for your organization because they genuinely believe somehow some way your company your business your brand enhances supports or fulfills their highest core values or their highest priority their highest area of importance that is why people 
work for your company or your organization or your group. And I truly believe to do, to do justice as a leader, you have to care enough about your customers, about your staff or team, and about your family to find out what's most important to them or generally what's the greatest and highest priority. And when we communicate to them through their highest value, their highest level of importance, we develop rapport, we develop harmony, we become in alignment with our people because at the end of the day, at a values level, at a priority level, this is how we perceive the world. This is how we see the world. This is how we decide in the world. And if you look at, look at yourself and what's most important in your life, this is how you filter the world. And to use myself as an example, around <clears throat> health and fitness is one of my highest core values so I make my decisions in the world based off, you know, what I eat in a restaurant, where I holiday, has it got a gym, do they serve healthy food, um, am I able in my working day to get some time for exercise because that is how I view the world, that's how I perceive the world, that's how I decide in the world. <sighs> so when we communicate in this way to staff, team, clients, family, individuals will become more present. They'll be more enthusiastic. They'll be more driven. And again, they'll be driven from within, meaning they'll be, they'll be pushing themselves and motivating themselves intrinsically. You'll get a higher level of engagement with people. And the higher the engagement, the higher the rapport, the more sales, the more your kids will do what you want them to, the more supportive your partner will be and <clears throat> you will have a greater and higher level of leadership. So start thinking about taking the time to be curious about what's most important for the people around you, what's their highest values and you'll find you won't have to micromanage people. They'll be more enthusiastic, more resilient and more adaptable. And this is a key clue as to why I firmly believe small elite teams in the military are so successful. It's, it's more of a democracy. There's more of a, a one-in, all-in. It's the same with successful gym communities. You look at a lot of the CrossFit gyms out there. It's very much one-in, all-in. It's a democratic system and not an autocratic system. As soon as we get people barking orders from the parapet, from the tower, you know, from the pedestal, it puts everybody else in a pit and it creates a, a dysfunction, malfunction, disorder and chaos within your, within your organization or, or, or within your family. Because people, people will always participate when they love what they're doing They'll always participate when it's important to them. And taking the time to understand that means you're taking the time to, to see what other people want, to see what other people need. And again, once we understand that and we have that insight, then we get what we need. So it's important to be curious, to, 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 ad to adopt that narrative of learning about what your clients need what your family wants, 
what your what your team or your staff, what's their highest level of importance and values and communicate to them through that. I kind of think of like um, at election time, when you look when it's voting time, they, they release polls and these polls are insights as to what is most important to you and therefore the politicians in your area will start communicating um, through those levels of priority, those levels of importance, the general overview and common thread of what people value at this time. And speaking from my own experience, if we don't take the time to figure out what's most important, what's a priority, what do people need, we increase the difficulty and then we have to start to implement layers of structure um, because if we don't communicate and have our highest values as leaders overlapping with our, with our families, with our, with our clients, with our staff, with their needs at a values level, we're going to get pushback. We're going to get resistance. It's going to be difficult. So look to develop a structure in your business with your staff in your workplace, with your clients, with your family, where it's more of a democracy, we're all working together, where our values are overlapping, where our values are integrating. It's a tapestry of what's most important and priorities because then the people around you that circumnavigate around your environment they are going to be more inspired. They're going to be more inspired to work with you. Your kids are going to be more intrinsically inspired to to hang with you, to do things with you. It's not going to be hard work. And when those around us are inspired, you know, when they are internally motivated and driven because they're, they're getting their values supported, enhanced and fulfilled, you are going to be way more inspired to lead. And that is getting people what they want. That is getting people what they need. That is taking the time to be curious of what's most important to them. And when you enhance, fulfill and support what's most important to those around you, they get what they want and that you get what you want and need. And that, my friends, is one of the greatest ways to be a leader. It is one of the most powerful ways and one of the most fulfilling ways to lead in your business in your workplace, as a coach, for your sports team, and most importantly, even at a family level. I hope this uh, podcast has helped today. It's short and sweet. Uh, I was truly inspired to present this to you today. And uh, send me a message, send me an email, and let me know your thoughts about this particular podcast today. Go well, team, and have a great day. An exciting life. The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Podcast.